الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي بنعمه تتم الصالحات الحمد لله الذي قدر كل ما هو آت وكل ما هو فات نسأله عز وجل موجبات رحمته نسأله الفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار I bear witness there is no deity save Allah and that Muhammad is his servant and his messenger and his mercy to all mankind. We pray to him to shower his mercy and his blessings upon all the prophets and upon Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon all of them. Dear brothers and sisters, my khutbah today will be about God in the time of turmoil. But I will be remiss before I start my khutbah without addressing and thanking those who have really done so much to make sure that we are safe, healthy, taken care of. All the healthcare industry, doctors, nurses, ambulance drivers, all those who work in that industry, who we know that they are in the front line, and may God protect all of you and your, all your loved ones, and you may go back to your family healthy and safe and sound. We also thank the law enforcement, the fire department, the food industry, and all those who really, as I said earlier, who are really attended to our needs, God bless you, protect you, and may his mercy shower you and all your loved ones and shower us with it as well. Dear brothers and sisters, the topic of today is in line of what the previous esteemed khatibs have talked about. So in summary, we were reminded throughout the previous khutbahs that trials and tests and hardship, all this are part of life, as was stated in the Quran in plenty of verses that I believe it creates the philosophy of trials and that deserves a khutbah on its own. But nonetheless, it is a reality. And also, we were reminded that the test comes in different forms. The trials, the, like Solomon, for example, he was tried with success. His dominion and his kingdom was vast, and he realized that was part of the test immediately. So would I be grateful or not? So promotion, fame, wealth, all these, when we experience them, we should realize that they are part of the trials, part of the test. Because most of the time we focus only on the other aspect, which is the bad challenges that we, we experience. Then the other side, it is, not as positive, at least in our eyes, 
And the Quran also with plenty of verses, and we've heard them many times in the previous khutbahs as well, where we know that trials and turmoil come in a form of fear. Like right now, right? We are all fearful of contracting the virus, worrying about who can take next from all the bad news that we hear. So it is, the, 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 I, was, I, was, um, I, I realized earlier this morning, one of my close family members, she hasn't been able to sleep because of the sense of anxiety, the sense of fear that, that it is we, a lot of us are experiencing. Also, we know that it comes in the sense of loss of wages, loss of jobs, loss of life, and so on. I think, you know, we're all quite familiar with that, fa the famous verse that we all talk about in chapter 2, verse 155. They, they, they enter the end of the verse. So these are, brothers and sisters, the, the, the picture that we were reminded of by our esteemed khatibs in the previous khutbahs. The only thing I would like to add, while the rest of the creation, the human being, experience that but the believers add something to to it understand that yes this is a fact of life this is part of life we see it we, we we experience it however when we look at the quran carefully we realize that there is a purpose trials and tribulations and hardship are not meant to punish us in a way to uh, to make our life miserable, as, as some people uh, uh, declare. But rather, it's like when you have parents. When parents are hard with their children, sometimes they discipline them, sometimes they punish them in different ways, not to kill them, not to make their life miserable, but to really get them, to remind them, to get them to get back on the straight path. Another example, yesterday I was, I was looking at, the, at the, um, my backyard and my father was telling me that there is a branch that's going off that needs to be clipped. It was a green, beautiful branch. But he and insisted that without it, the tree will not grow and be more fruitful. So I thought about that sometimes you, you go to a tree or to a, a bush or to a plant and you clip it not only the dead branches, but you clip it in a way, even the good part, so it can grow and become fruitful. In other words, is when the trials and the hardship, they have a purpose, brothers and sisters. And most of the time, only God knows what are the purpose. Why? And why happened to this? And why happened to that? In the, in the, in the scheme of the knowledge of God, our knowledge is so minuscule, it's so tiny. So we should remember that. So what, what we add to it, that we understand that whatever we experience in life, it has a purpose. So that's the only thing I wanted to add to what we've heard in the previous khutbahs, inshallah. So the question now with this intro, so what is our role? What do we do as a human being? There are two things that all of us experience. The first we are called upon by all the divine revelations, and it is common practice to humanity at large to employ all our faculties to make sure that we address the hardship and the difficulties. 
This is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You get sick, you go see a doctor. You're not going to, you get hungry, you get up and you eat and you prepare. You're not going to sit down and wait until things come to you, right? So employ our faculties to make sure that we address these turmoils and these difficulties and this hardship. On the second one, also we've been reminded by our previous esteemed khatibs that when we look at people who are successful, when we look at the message of the Quran and the message of divine writs, whether it is the Bible or the Old Testament, you will find no, you cannot succeed in life without being patient, without being resilient, without being steadfast, without being able to persevere. So these are important aspects. However, these two that I shared with you, it is common. I mean, the, the, the experts talk about it. It is written. No matter where you look, you will always find that all of these are mentioned in order for us to really deal with the challenges of life. However, what is added by a believer and, you know, by us, the Muslims, the, the Abrahamic faith, all of us, what is added is the dimension is our ability to connect with the creator of, of all these things who is in control of all the aspects and the facets of life, which is to us, we call him Allah, God Almighty. So this is the other dimension that you might call it spiritual, whatever you want to call it, faith, relationship with God, but this is a dimension that we are reminded, in addition to what the rest of humanity will do, the believers in God Almighty tend to, as the Quran, hasten, run toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a believer understands that we will transgress we will, we will lose sight. We're not going to be able to address when we, when we are facing the turmoils. You have the social and you have the financial and you have the spiritual and you have the psychological and you have the mental fatigue and name it. And no matter how powerful you as human beings you think you are, how knowledgeable you think you are, you're not going to be able to encompass all, your, all the aspects of who you are because you are a very complex being all the aspects of you are without linking and connecting with the one who created us, who knows us best, that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we find in many, many examples of the Quran, we find this is what Allah reminds the believers that turn to me. You know, when you go to the gym, for someone like me goes to the gym, um, I like to, you know, and sometimes you, wanna, uh, you want to grow, you want to develop, you want to add more muscle. You need a spotter. You need someone. He's, he's not going to lift, right? So he's not going to come, the spotter, look at me and said, well, okay, let me lift it for you. No, God's not going to come and lift the challenges for us. This is our responsibility. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us what we should do. But we need a spotter especially when we are adding capacity beyond our capacity, when we, are challenging, when we are challenging things beyond what we can handle. So this is where the spotter comes because sometimes we get overwhelmed and they, 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 it, it, things come at us from so many different angles. This is where you need God Almighty to come and support. And God tells us throughout the Quran, He is there to help us. 
to spot us, to provide for us, to help us in this turmoil and this hardship and these difficulties. So with, with, with that, brothers and sisters, now I'd like to go. So it is very clear to us, turmoils have a purpose, but they are a fact of life. And for us, the believers, in addition to what we have to do as a human being, we can access another dimension, that spiritual power, which is nothing is greater than it, which is connecting with God Almighty. Now, I'd like to go into Anna, even when we talk about the relationship, it is a vast, it is a, 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 a very important, but it has many aspects of it. I'm going to zero our lenses on one aspect, which is the, the way it is translated in the Quran, uh, translated, it's to be humble. I, I, I feel it is more than that. Actually, I will come back. For now, I'll use the word humble. But inshallah, as I proceed, I hope I could draw a little bit deeper picture for us to understand what tadarru' means. It is more than just being humble. Of course, being humble is the foundation, but it is more than that, inshallah. And I'm going to quote two verses. Uh, verse number one, it is chapter 6, verse 42. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمَّمٍ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ And indeed, we sent our message, messages unto people before the time, all prophet, and visited them with misfortune and hardship. Right? So it's like, like all of us, like now, right? And here, is the purpose so then they could be humbled themselves and they seek refuge in God Almighty. Here, it is not just being humble, it's being humble, but also being humble in seeking the support and the spot from God Almighty. But if they have experienced the misfortune and the hardship, they also they, they, they also should humble uh, uh, humble themselves as well. So now it is very clear, brothers and sisters, in many instances, these two verses and many others, there is this approach when we are dealing with our creator is to, to be that humble believer, that humble worshiper who is realizing what? And this is where I'm going to lean on the story of Zachariah. Zachariah, it is the beautiful dua that I'm going to uh, lean on and I'm going to try to expound on that concept of التضرّع. It, because it is the bedrock of our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as these two verses have reminded us. It is this beautiful dua in chapter 19, and then it goes from verse 2 and on. First, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Zakaria. He is a you know, good worshiper and mercy of God on him and so on. And here I'm going to say it in Arabic first, and then I'm going to translate, and inshallah after that we're going to lean on it try to draw from it lessons that we can walk away with. If nada rabbahu nida'an khafiyya qala rabbi inni wahana al-azmu minni wa ishta'ala al-ra'su shayba wa lam akun bidu'aika rabbi shakiyya wa inni khiftu al-mawaliya min warai wa kanat imra'ati aqira 
فهب لي من لدنك وليا يرثني ويرث من آل يعقوب واجعله ربي رضيا. When he called out to his sustainer in the secrecy of his heart, he prayed, O oh my sustainer, my bones became feeble and my head is full of gray hair. But never yet of my Lord has my prayer unto thee remained unanswered. Now behold, I am afraid of what my kinsfolk will do after I am gone, for my wife has always been barren. Bestow then upon me, out of the grace, the gift of a successor, who will be my heir as well as a heir to the dignity of the house of Jacob, and make him, O oh, my sustainer, well-pleasing to thee. This is, brothers and sisters, a dua that took place in a state of privacy between Zachariah and God. But obviously, it was a powerful that met the criteria that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to learn from. So this way we can access his bounty and his help and his support like Zachariah and like many others prophets and good pious people of God have done. So let us try to, uh, and the one who did a great work on this is Ibn al-Qayyim and I'm going to borrow some of his recommendations, some of his observations. He said part of a tadarru' is when you are in a state of privacy between you and God. Not in a public place, not in a public, uh, 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 you know, display, but it is between you and him in that moment of privacy. So at tadarru' as he sees it, it's important to be in that state of privacy, the state of secrecy. The second thing is that he said, if you notice that he lowered his voice, he lowered his voice out of respect. When you are before someone of importance, someone that you respect, you're not going to shout, you're not going to yell, you have to speak with respect because of how you feel toward that individual. Can you imagine here Zakaria is reminding us the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how important that is. The second thing is, if you notice, he said, he Zakaria here, he felt the closeness to God. He feels he's so close to him. He said this is very important. It is part of a tadarru'. He said also, as uh, he was talking about his uh, uh, feeble bones and his white hair, in other words, is that he is very weak. And when we look at Moses, when he also, uh, a dua that was captured uh, uh, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, he said, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqir. Oh Allah, what would you have bestowed upon me? I am still in need, I am in dire need. So when part of the tadarru' is to be humble, but in this 
bigger picture to realize that you are in state of privacy, you are a state of closeness, but also you are stating the fact that what you consider that it's his weakness. You consider that you are in need of. And this is very important because God knows. You know, when we do a dua, don't you think God knew exactly what uh, Zachariah was experiencing? But it is more for us to realize how weak we are, to humble ourselves. Because believe it or not, sometimes, you know, Satan comes and Satanic wizard comes and wants us to believe how great we are. And we should boast and we should become, and then we become arrogant. And we all know how much that is despised in our faith. So here, stating our weakness uh, and, and, and the needs and the dire needs, it is what reminded Zachariah and what reminded Moses is that we are humble, O oh Allah, and the tadarru'ah, but in a state that we know that we are weak. We know that we are in need of you, and we cannot do it without you. So, brothers and sisters, uh, as, as you can tell, uh, another important aspect I wanted to, to, to address, also, it's so beautiful in his dua, وَلَمْ أَكُنْ بِدُعَائِكَ رَبِّ شَقِيَّةِ But never yet, O oh my Lord, has my prayer unto thee remained unanswered. He is stating all the things we talked about, but he is so certain that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept his dua. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ أُدْعُوا اللَّهِ الحمد لله الذي كتب على نفسه الرحمة وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Dear brothers and sisters in my first khutbah I, I, I hope I was able to remind myself and you that in the time of turmoil, of hardship, of difficulties, that they have a purpose, only God knows what they are, that we don't need, we, we employ what we can, we do what we can as human beings, as I stated earlier, but we should not lose sight that we need the support of God Almighty. And the best way to do it in the way that this great example of Zakaria, do it in a state of privacy, do it with a respect to whom you are asking, do it with sincerity, realizing that Allah will respond one way or another. A lot of times the response doesn't come according to our wish, to our desire. But have faith in God. He is the most knowledgeable. He is the most wise. He is the most loving. He is the most compassionate. He is the most merciful. And when you are dealing with someone with such attributes, you can't go wrong. So this is, it is comforting to the heart to realize that in the midst of all of this, we are not facing it alone, but we're facing it with the creator of all of this, God Almighty. Also, brothers and sisters, I want to remind us of few things because Allah loves those who are grateful. Some people I lately been talking about, you know, this coronavirus and they are, you know, it is such a vicious and it is this virus is about to, to destroy my life and it is ruining my social life and ruining my business. Yes, I, I, I can admit 
that is a lot of these things are happening but let us remember that this coronavirus will reach a peak and it will come and it will fizzle away and i'm going to share with you this how this is the sunnah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the prophet reminded the companions one time it's a, it's a funny story but it is uh, it has a lot of moral lesson in it the the prophet had a camel that it was unbeaten it was very fast and uh, everybody knew how fast this 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 camel was so one time a bedouin came in and his camel won over the prophet's camel uh, so they they the companions were saddened by that they were you know like they loved the prophet they loved his camel and the prophet ﷺ taught them a lesson that it is important for us he told them and this was narrated in al-bukhari allah has mandated that nothing goes up in life without coming down yes coronavirus go up it will reach a level that we, unfortunately, the news, that's the only thing they talk about. And it's very distressful and scary and so on, yes. But rest assured, the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the law of Allah, it will come down and it will go. That's the first thing I wanted to remind us of. Because as we, 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 we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have to be positive. We can't be negative. You know, and another thing is we keep sending each other on WhatsApp and all this thing. We keep sending each other only bad news. This died here and that one died there. And really, this is the time where you have something positive, share it. You, ha you don't have anything positive, don't share it. We are inundated with bad news. I think that's enough. But among ourselves, we don't need to add more to the being pessimist, but rather be optimist, as we heard. It will come to an end, inshallah. When? Hope soon. The other thing is I wanted to remind us of this hadith because sometimes we are, you know, completely consumed by the losses. And, and, and I, I can tell you there's a great loss to a lot of us. But the Prophet ﷺ also was narrated by Tirmidhi. Uh, whoever begins the day feeling this sense of security in the family and good health and possessing provisions for his day is a though he possessed the whole world and alhamdulillah i hope all of us uh, are experiencing that last but not least brothers and sisters i think uh, both of my esteemed khatibs before me reminded us reminded us of it and i want to go back uh, touch on on few um, you know we are forced to stay home. How many people in the world they are they were forced out of their home? Right? So we are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have our responsibility is to be aware of that. And you know, now uh, you know, we are we are not only us, us and our family, everybody else doing good hygiene, which is good. Alhamdulillah, you know, five times a day we are cleaning ourselves more often. We're doing more than five times five times a day. This is a blessing, and I, and and again, I don't I don't like I, I don't want to belittle death, but please remember, things could have been much 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 worse. If you look at the Spanish flu. 
you know, millions of people died. I'm not saying that, of course, may Allah bless those who, who passed away and bless their family. It is not easy. But if you compare it, the, 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 the calamity could have been much greater. Also, we are praising and we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. And there are, I'm sure if you reflect, you will find many more blessings that they, we tend to forget. So what the message of today, brothers and sisters, be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his blessing. Remember that we don't have to face the turmoils of today alone, but we can seek the support of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be among those who they do a tadarru'ah. They are humble, they are humble, they are sincere, and they recognize their weaknesses and how much we are in need to God Almighty. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to purify our hearts and our minds. We pray to Him to protect us from the, this virus and from all that is harmful to us and to our family and to our community. And we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and to provide for us and to help us to preserve our dignity.